What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space. We're here today with at Morgie Flatley. Hello, Ava. Hey, I know I'm the most special guest. Yes. Oh. <laughs> this is what third, fourth time on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm just that popular. Like, I'm in that high demand. Everyone's like, get Ava back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to hear your voice. Yeah. <laughs> good one good one (laughs) all right so we're just gonna get right into the today to today's pop tart okay i cannot talk today i guess it's because i vlogged for 40 minutes okay so we have frosted chocolate chip so this is what it looks like and um i already have to say frosted is a little bit um of false advertising i was gonna say the picture's like like just a squiggle yeah like barely a drizzle of chocolate syrup so this pop tart is as you guys know i've mentioned this before i have gone through the entire pop tart subreddit um and they are obsessed with this pop tart like obsessed they will it was like out of stock for a little while and they were freaking out. And then when they finally found it in Walmart, they were like mass buying like the giant boxes of these Pop-Tarts. And I just feel like all that for this Pop-Tart. I feel like it looks good because it looks like it's not too sweet, like like overly sweet. But I don't like what's the filling like I. It looks like just like chocolate syrup, like kind of a fudgy chocolate syrup okay it does look like the seems a little too fudgy but like the crust seems like it would be very good i think um the filling is probably the same one that's like in the s'mores filling okay you know i've never had a pop tart so well whatever just take your word for it yeah once (laughs) once i get lots of money guys i will send pop tarts to everybody before they come on the podcast yes we really got to get me that AdSense. I, so I enabled one type of ads and it, I have to like record the ad. So they'll make me do that like later this week, I think. And then I applied for like automatic ads at the beginning and end. So those should go on at some point. I don't know, okay. why, but there will be ads. We will get Jordan Bowers to say trans rights. We will get everyone to try Pop-Tarts. Just keep straight. I- I don't know about that second one. (laughs) (laughs) You will. But yeah, so frosted chocolate chip. I feel like this is a good starter Pop-Tart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, But like the obsession to the level that the people on Reddit have is a little bit too too much for this particular Pop-Tart, I think. Um, Mr. Scoring did try this Pop-Tart, I think. I think he's the one that tried it. He found it in Brazil. He said it was good. So I trust his opinion and I think it would be like a decent Pop-Tart, but I just, I can never fully get with a Pop-Tart that's not fully frosted. It just doesn't do it for me personally. Yeah, I understand that. But yeah, that's about all we have to say for this Pop-Tart. Like it looks good, but nothing too special, I think. Yeah. This is a good first Pop-Tart to like ease you in. Yeah. And it would be good with like, if you're a coffee drinker, I feel like people would enjoy that. That like, that sounds good to me. 
maybe that's why the subreddit is so into it because they're all like working adults so you know you go into your desk job or you sit all day at your desk from nine to five and you have your little coffee mug and you put your pop tart on top of the coffee mug that's that's that would be a very valid thing to do like I support (laughs) so that's how this pop tart makes me feel okay so we have a couple news items before we get into this week's what we've got coming up for this weekend so in elite news ellie downey retired not good news um but she went on a podcast kind of talking about what led her to retirement and how the british gymnastics federation treated her which newsflash they treated her very badly yeah Um, yeah, I don't I'm not gonna like get fully into it, but you can go listen to our podcast or there's threads on Twitter um or Reddit of people talking about kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Like, and then Russia, it appears that IOC will be allowing the athletes to compete under a neutral flag, which is a decision. But but they have to have like not like the war yeah which i think that's really hard to police and then but also at the same time like i need to see galia compete again so like i don't know like maybe that's a bad thing to say i mean i feel like that's not to be like i miss seeing her compete but i realized this year how much like more like or how much less enjoyable elite was without russia like it Mm -hmm. you it was something was just really missing but yeah. at the same time there's like no good answer yeah just because it's it's like not fair and then yeah I just think that's too hard to police because what counts is like supporting you know right. like they're in they're I'm pretty sure they're like government employees so is that not like you know so like they're funded by the government yeah it's not fair for anyone it's not fair to the athletes because like it's their it's not their choice for the government to go to the war and they don't have a choice when they get forced into going to these events that support it because their livelihood and probably their lives depend on it but it's also not fair for the ukrainian athletes who are not going to feel safe with these people there yeah it's just not fair in general because there are other countries who have committed plenty of war crimes and no action has been taken against them by the ioc yeah so it's just all a mess and there's no good answer, but I really do miss the Russian gymnast. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> all right. So other news, this one is more good. We have the head coach announcement for Talladega, the new HBCU program. It is Asia Sims. She was a Bama gymnast during during their, their prime years. So she was really great, and yeah, that it's off. I think that's a really good choice for them. Was she like coaching before? No, she she works in like the athletic department at Alabama right now. Maybe that I think, sounds right. I might be getting her mixed up with um, what's her face from LSU. Did she didn't she take a coaching job, Ashley? Yeah. I can't remember. Okay. I feel but I think she's a good choice. I agree. Yeah. And 
I don't know. It's a really, really small school. So it'll be interesting, I feel like, to see what types of people they attract. I definitely hope that this in the future opens the door for a bigger HBCU, like Howard or Spelman or something that maybe has a little bit more money um, to get a team because, I don't know, I feel like that would be able to attract more people, like the Morgan prices of right the future you know, graduating classes, so. Yeah, because a lot of HBCUs are really small. Fisk is a very, very small school. Yeah. Um, but that is kind of why we've been seeing the problems that are associated with it, because they don't have the funding to have a coach who isn't the AD. They don't have, like, just all the infrastructure to have all of the, um, like, amenities, like, psychologists and all that stuff to really mm-hmm. bring the team together. And especially with how quick it went from not existing to existing. They yeah, because isn't Talladega competing next season? Is that what they I said? Think so. I think so. So that'll be interesting, but definitely excited, especially, I mean, the sport's growing in a good way. So hopefully it's successful. And then also speaking of Fisk, they put out a statement, if you can call it that, about Leah's departure. And the statement was, we cannot make a statement. Like, I don't understand why whenever something happens, that's always the, that's always. Like, like, just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. If you're going to say that, don't even bother. Like, I don't get it. It happened last year with UCLA too. They're like, we can't say anything. Then just don't say anything. Like. For real. I I had totally missed that they put something out, but obviously it was irrelevant. So it doesn't matter anyways. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into, oh, one more thing, because I didn't know this during the last podcast, but so Mars had hit 100 routines without a fall. In the same meet, Amara Cunningham also hit 100 routines without a fall. So I saw that too. Queen, iconic. I, I don't think I would want to know that stat. Like, I think that would put way too much pressure on me. And I then, don't know. Like, obviously, I think they probably know in the back of their heads, like, yeah, I've never fallen, but it's different that, like, it has, like, a numerical, like, like, a, and now, like, you're the girl who yeah, doesn't fall. Exactly. Yeah. But go for them. <laughs> really. All right. So this weekend, we got another night of Friday Night Heights. We're starting with Georgia at Florida, a classic rivalry meet. And we're starting pretty early this Friday night, actually, at 5 o'clock Central. Mm-hmm. SEC. Uh, everyone's going to be there. The scores may go crazy. They may not, because I thought I they were going like- crazy last week, but they didn't. So maybe we'll be surprised again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, especially since Georgia's kind of like, I feel like they go crazy when it's like a very tough matchup. I, d- I think since Florida is presumably going to run away with it. The scores won't be as crazy. I'm sure there will probably be a 10, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we've got Alabama at Kentucky. I think that's going to be a really good meet. Yeah, those two teams seem pretty evenly matched this season. So it'll be exciting to see. Also, Makari Doggett is out, question mark. She oh, had a that- She had a boot on last week and didn't compete. Oh. So... I hope it's just 
minor and they're saving her for later in the season but there's always so many precautionary boots in NCAA which has always been kind of weird to me because like I never like in my real life ever seen people wear boots as a precaution yeah I've only ever seen people get boots when they're actually hurt Mm -hmm. I in general have a problem with walking boots I don't get it because at I've been in a walking boot multiple times. My body hates me. Um, but every time I've been in a boot, it's made the injury like considerably worse and considerably more painful because yeah. Oh, you have a stress fracture on the top of your foot. Yeah. Why don't you lug around 10 pounds of metal? I, so I pretty much had some sort of injury where I had to wear a boot every single year between like fifth grade and sophomore year of high school. Um, I feel like yeah sometimes it like didn't really do anything but like especially I had like foot surgery because I had an extra bone in my foot so I had to get it removed and like like it wasn't like I felt like some of my other injuries are like here put a boot on it but this like injury like or like my surgery like the boot like was definitely part of my healing plan so like it actually helped and like kept it protected especially since it was like a surgical wound but precautionary just seems weird to me yeah like I uh agree that like there are injuries that you can walk on but that should also be immobilized but they need to make like a type of boot or brace that is not a thousand pounds that you're just putting all that weight on top of like an injured bone yeah I will say though so before I had my surgery we were trying to like avoid having surgery by like stabilizing my foot and I did wear a boot for eight months and it was like more painful to wear a tennis shoe than the boot because like the boot was like more cushioned yeah so yeah and then that led to a whole bunch of problems with my hips and stuff so (laughs) eight months is a long time that is a really long time I don't know how you did that well also because like um just for like because I would like take it off when I would do jump rope because I was on a jump rope team um because I wanted to wait because it was like my last year so I wanted to wait until after the season was over so that's also probably why I hurt in a tennis shoe was because I was doing activity on it, but <laughs> whatever. Jump <laughs> rope team is kind of epic. It is epic. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of it. Like, what do you do on a jump rope team? Uh, Like, we jump roped at, like, the halftime shows at college and NBA games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the coach was really scary. Like, I'm still scared of her. Like, that's why I say it's not fun. Like, yeah, I could talk about it a long time, but I won't waste <laughs> people's time on it now. We can get back well, to another podcast just about jump roping. Yeah. We'll relive Ava's trauma from the jump. <laughs> I do have a lot of stories as well. So, <laughs> yeah, guys, if we get 100 streams on this podcast, we will do a jump rope podcast. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of walking boots, we have LSU at Arkansas. What? <laughs> oh, like Libby? Is that where you were going with that? And also, I remember like last year, there were like six of them just in walking boots. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Obviously, I'm an LSU stan, Arkansas auntie, besides uh, Nora. Nora, yeah. is ex- Nora is her own entity. She's Nora not- and Maddie Hickey are ex- excluded. Wait, is she like the freshman? No, she's oh, she's a senior. Oh, yeah, okay. I she competes floor. 
Um, I just like her because I used to I compete against her in high school all the time. So oh, that's cool. Arkansas kind of ruined her, but she mm-hmm. was really good in high school. She her floor routines in high school were so much fun, and they did her so bogus with her choreo the past few years. I haven't seen a routine this year. It might be better because this choreographer is better. So maybe mm-hmm. they finally did her justice. Yeah. But, like anyway, we would so. and everyone would look forward to Maddie Hickey's floors. That's cute. That's sweet. Anyways, uh, what I was going to say was um, I low-key think Arkansas is going to win. <laughs> like, I just have a feeling. Or it'll be like way closer than it should be. The way like I kind of always <laughs> going to happen. I don't trust LSU right now. I know. I mean, I also don't trust Arkansas, but I really think it's going to be like who can fall less. Yeah. <laughs> and Arkansas like looked uh their meet against Auburn, they looked like really good. I mean, they were only trailing like at most by 10th until the end. They fell apart on Bean. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they can do that performance and like but not... with Bean from a different week. Yeah, like they 100% can challenge and I I mean I thought their bars looked pretty good, especially compared to LSU's. So yeah. <laughs> LSU is just I don't know. I feel like they're they've been looking tired recently. Um yeah. I'm worried they're like getting into their like UCLA like flop era. That's kind of how I'm feeling. That's kind of how I feel like watching them. That's how I felt watching UCLA last year. Yeah, I mean, I know obviously UCLA was for like other reasons, but right. even like not like, last year, like why? just ever since Val, not saying I thought Val was a good coach at all, but ever since what's his what what was his name? Waller. Chris Waller. Yeah. When, ever since when Chris Waller was like the head coach, like I don't know, I'm kind of getting glimpses of that in LSU. Yeah. And I really like it. <laughs> it's like it's the lack of depth, and it's like it's annoying because they have people um but jay clark like said in an interview earlier this week he's like we've been having Aaliyah and Haley do all around because we don't have anyone else um but like they do have other people they're not going to score as high as Aaliyah and Haley, but you can use them you like you can rest Aaliyah and Haley because like these meets do not matter for postseason besides the regular season title which they already can't get and besides like rotation order at secs which they're already not going to get the ideal one like yeah i mean at this point are they even going to make the night session i mean i think they will but right focus on that yeah (laughs) just keep the gymnasts that are alive please let them stay alive yeah but yeah those are our main meets on friday for sec we also have Minnesota at Iowa, which is likely to be gatekept, but we can hope maybe it's on BTN. Yeah, I def- I think Iowa will probably win. Yeah, but that's always a fun meet to watch. Yeah. And then we also have Oregon State competes that night against Rutgers, but they have a double this week, so they'll also be competing on Sunday. So they mm-hmm. might be playing with lineups a little bit. Okay. But yeah, that's about it for Friday. Saturday, we have... Also, um, wait, about the meet. Which one were we just saying? Oh, the Rutgers? No. 
Yeah, Rutgers at Oregon State. No, Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Wait, they don't... Are you sure they compete on Friday? It says Minnesota, Iowa at 7. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's on Big Ten Plus. Oh, rip. Yeah. Anyway, Saturday we have... Um, so Pac-12 wise, we've got Washington at Utah, which will be a fun meet. Um, keep paying attention to Washington, guys. This they have so many great gymnasts, and they're constantly underrated. I feel like. Where are they ranked right now? Do you know? I have no idea what any of the rankings are. I'll look. You can continue if you want. Yeah, that one will be on Pac-12 which is great because that means everyone can watch it, whether or not you have Pac-12 network. If you are if you have Pac-12 network, you watch it on there. If you're in the United States but don't have Pac-12 network, then get a VPN. I just use on my iPad, I just download Winscribe and it'll give you, you don't have to sign up. It'll tell you to sign up. You don't have to do it. You still get two gigs free. And then you can watch the international live stream. And yeah. it might run you out of like those two gigs, but if you just delete the app and redownload it, it restarts. So I don't even know what I use, but I just like, I don't pay. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it always works. And then also Washington is ranked 25. That's pretty decent. Yeah. But yeah, they, I only see them going up from here and I really enjoy their gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Stanford at Cal later, which I don't have the streaming information for that. But if it's not on Pac-12, Cal usually does a free live stream. It's on Pac-12. Okay. So that's always a fun one, little California rivalry there. Yeah. I think that'll be a pretty evenly mm-hmm. like I mean, I think Cal is obviously a little bit better, but but if Stanford has a good day. Yeah. So girl, you skipped the most important meet of Saturday. I said I was doing Pac 12 first and now oh. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? First, we have Nebraska at Illinois on Big Ten Plus. Uh, of course, it's gatekept as usual. Yeah. Should, in theory, be Illinois' meet, but they've been running into some trouble recently. So you never know. It could be anyone's game. And then we have Ohio State at Michigan. Oh, it's going to be good. Well, actually, I think it will not be good. I think Michigan is going to be really pissed off that they lost last week kind of comfort bled and it's at Michigan so but you never know I think based on last week we saw that you know Michigan's capable of falling apart and Ohio State's capable of rising to the occasion so yeah Michigan's not infallible and Ohio State has been they've been going up and up and up so it's yeah. you never know. lock in those vaults because they are uh, definitely their weakness for yeah sure. and the vault last week is what quenched it for MSU yeah. So that's Saturday. And then Sunday, we've got so two main meets. First, we have Oklahoma at Denver, which is going to be exciting. Hopefully, Oklahoma can pull a Pac 12s 2021. <laughs> or not Pac 12s, Big 12s 2021. Yeah. Um, I also. This is probably going to be Lindsey Brown's vault debut. Everyone, prepare yourselves. Wait, before she got hurt, did she do a one and a half or a full? She did a one and a half, and it was the best one and a half anyone's ever done, ever. Okay. I don't 
can't say I'm a Denver fan. Like I just, I you know I don't really watch them, so I kind of just saw her floor yeah. routines. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's not usually what's going to get you to stand. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Lindsey Brown's floor routine. Uh, well, yeah, that'll get you to stand. Yeah. Basically, Lindsey Brown, and yeah. Okay, I mean I'm sure I've seen her vault. It's just like not coming in my mind. We don't have to think about the last vault that she did. Okay. <laughs> not the last one, but the I I just Wait, I thought she got hurt on floor. Yeah, I was thinking of my traumatic memories from NCAA's twenty twenty one. Oh. She fell on vault. Oh, okay, okay. If she didn't, she would have won the team, the all around the vault, floor bars, and beam. That would have been insane. She would have she would have won everything, actually. They said they'd be like, and the um NCAA team champions twenty twenty one. Lindsey Brown. <laughs> she just went up and did every routine five times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yep. She's gonna do it again this year. Just wait, guys. And then when she comes back for elite and wins team at the Olympics, then you'll see. Wait, I forgot about that. Is she still trying to do that? I hope so. She hasn't said anything about it since her injury. Yeah. Um, but hasn't said anything negative about it either so i'm hoping it will still happen because i just need more lindsey brown always yeah and then we finish off the weekend with oregon state at ucla that's their like equity meet yes equity meet so that will be exciting you got your little Olympian reunion with Jade and Jordan. You always get some good fluff segments from that. Yeah. I'll definitely try and watch that one, I think. So I haven't, I don't think I've watched UCLA yet this season. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Cause Wait, were you, weren't you there for the first weekend or Zoom? No. Cause. Oh, I thought you were when we Zoomed when I was at Hannah's house. I thought you were on it. Oh, wait, we watched UCLA that weekend? Yeah, Super 16. It was the last session. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. That was the only time, though. Like, I haven't seen any other dual meets because Ohio State had home meets, so. Yeah, that'll be a good one this week. And yeah. um, Hannah, Ryan, and Jack will all be there in person in the student section, I think, or some, like, front row, I think they got. Maybe yeah, not keep your second. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Yeah. So everyone make sure to look for them. Um, and they will be on the podcast for our weekend recap. So that'll be fun. That's very exciting. Oh, and Rutgers competes on Monday also. So they have a double as well as Oregon State. Okay. So they might they both might have some interesting lineups that they meet against each other on Friday. Yeah. All right. So what would you say your three must watch meets of the weekend are? Um, LSU, Arkansas, because, you know, I'm an LSU girly. And then also I low-key think Arkansas is going to win. So, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. Let's go. Let's let's bring that football rivalry to the gymnastics. Like, we can get a little nasty. It's a bit different. Yeah, we can X out our M's. Like, come on now. We can call them that team up north. We don't we don't need to say Michigan. And then lastly, I'd probably say Oregon State and UCLA. All very good meets. So yeah, hopefully 
But the most important meet, of course, is Elmhurst University track and field at Gately on women's track and field on Saturday at 11 a.m. pole vault. Um, yeah. That is the most important meet of the weekend. And I'll I be tuned you, Yeah. I forgot to tell you guys, I was talking about the meet I had last weekend. I did not go. Um, I got sick. So this is my season. This is Twitter user Fabric Nova's season debut. Um, so everyone better tune in. You can't watch, but you should think about it. Okay. I'll like tune in in my mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> I will be vlogging though. So you guys can watch the vlog afterwards. And I also will have a vlog going up tomorrow. That's going to be like an hour long. So I'm giving you guys so much content this week. For some reason, I cannot stop talking this week. Wait, you know how I was just talking about how Michigan, and I was like, we should, like, we can X out the M's, like, we can do all the football stuff. Ohio State just posted, Ohio State Gymnastics just posted where they X out the M's <laughs> oh. and for, like, meet week, so. You guys are literally, like. And said, oh. and said TTUN, not Michigan, so. Let's go. Let's Big get the hit so different, like, they're so much more fun than all the other, like, conference yeah. rivals. Yeah, so that is pretty much our preview for the weekend. Um, so I mentioned on Tuesday, I put up a little like question box, which I don't think really anyone saw, but I did get one question that said, um, you should assign NCAA teams to the Luna members um, from Eric. And I did not do enough research yet. I am still working on it to make sure that I get it right, but I will do it for the ITZY members. <laughs> So if Yeji was a gymnast, I think she would go to LSU because I feel like she just has that intensity in her performance. And also, I just know she would slay with the stick crown. She needs the stick crown. And also um, a Leah Finnegan Loco routine. I think Ryujin would go to Georgia. Like, I don't know. I just feel like her in the black arena would just work. Like, something about it she I feel like she just belongs there and then Leah would go to Denver I feel like because first of all I love Denver and I love Leah and I don't know I just think she has like she's a little bit like more more shy even though they're not shy not shy not me um but like a little more underrated than the other members usually but then like once you start standing it she takes over your life and then Yuna, I think, would go to Kentucky. So this one was interesting because I wasn't sure where I would put her, but I feel like Kentucky would work. Like at first you're like, eh, I don't know. But she's like always like super happy. Like and Kentucky is just like such a good vibes team for me. So I feel like Yuna would go there. And then finally, yeah, they are like, there's just nothing like about them that puts you off. They're just like, vibes and then Che mm -hmm. would obviously go to UCLA because Che duh and Che is Che uh -huh. is one of the best dancers in k-pop and Che is also one of the best dancers in the NCAA like duh it just makes sense so that's that's that <laughs> And then, so I also, for my other topic that we still, because it's only been like half an hour, we still got some time to talk. Um, but one of the things, okay. one of the discussions that has been fun 
in the gym internet in the past few weeks was if you were a gymnast would you prefer individual or team medals like which would you think is more important and then like what do you think the gymnasts think is more important do you want me to start you can start okay I would say an individual medal because like only you and you alone and the work you put in got that medal like obviously like the team you know it's about coming together and like whatever if I was a elite gymnast I'd be happy with any like Olympic medal like let's not get it twisted but I just feel like you know knowing that it would that was all you like like it's like you did that you know what I'm saying right so yeah but that's my personal take so for me I've always been an individual just sports competitor in general um I always did like I've always just preferred the individual sports like gymnastics very individual pole vault very individual um and when I did dance I hated I hated that I had to be on a team because it stressed me out so much because there's like the the pressure of like if I mess up it screws up the whole team and then also the annoyance of I have to rely on other people to do good and it reflects on me and if I do good and no one else does and it doesn't matter um but I feel like in NCAA versus elite it would be different (laughs) it would be different like in elite I would fully 100% prefer an individual medal. Like that would be so much more meaningful to me because it's like, I put the work in, like I did this by myself. There's no asterisk Mm -hmm. behind it. Um, But in NCAA, it's kind of like, there's no reward really for individual achievements. It's like, yes, you can be an All-American. Yes, you can get like a title. Yeah, but who cares? But no one one remembers. No one remembers. Like, all people remember is the team. Yeah. Like, whenever whenever someone was like, yeah, Jaden Rucker is, like, the national champion on vault, I was like, what? Like, because yeah. also it's, like, the most random-ass people. It is. Win anyways. Like, it's not, like, I mean, at the Olympics, you know, and, like, Worlds, there's always surprises. But in general, like, you can remember because it's always that general, like, someone from that top group. Like, it's not some random person that you'd be like, what? Yeah, because it's like an NCAA, all the scores are freaking the same. Yeah. So it's the yeah, matter- and then there's like a eight way tie for fourth place or whatever. Yeah. So and it's a matter of if you were in the first or second session, if the judges decided to be point oh five more, if they ignored the deduction that they didn't ignore earlier, it's just like yeah. too close where it just doesn't it doesn't have as much meaning as it would in elite because in elite it's like you were better. There's like obviously yeah. a few controversial ones, but. But no one gets an NCAA. Like if you exactly. went around at a normal meet, literally no one cares. Um, yeah. And like a normal meet, the team title is still like very important to the teams. Like you have all the rivalries yeah. and stuff. Like you, it's a team sport. Yeah. For those reasons, I think I would say that the gymnast probably like the team medal better. Like at least American gymnasts, because I feel like that's what they always say when they do interviews where it's like, how is elite different than NCAA? And they're like, oh, like it's a team. Like I love being on a team. So yeah. And like you said, like you get more attention if you win the team national championship. So yeah. But like um, for 
like even in elite when they get interviewed they're always like yeah like I care most about the team but I feel like deep down a lot of them yeah, they yeah. want that individual medal that's true that's true because then you just seem like narcissistic if you're like right like you can't say uh, it like I'm focused on my, me like no one says that right. but like you're putting in the work yourself and you don't see an elite you don't for like America you don't see your elite teammates very often yeah like it's not kind of it's like not as much the same feeling of a team as it is when you train together like it's still very important and they're still all very close but it's not I feel like there's less of a sense of sharing everything Mm -hmm. as an NCAA but for the men I kind of feel like at least in America they do care about the team title more because it's so elusive for them whereas for the women it's been kind of like a given for quite a few years so I feel like for them it's less of an accomplishment because it's not like it's kind of just been like a given but them like getting an individual all-around award is like more exciting but for the men that team title or just medal in general has been so elusive like they want it so bad I know and they always like are close and then flop yeah (laughs) But it's like the next team that gets a medal is going to be like the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like some other things I think go into it. Um, Like I was thinking about this because like I've been taking like culture classes or whatever. I had to take some stuff. But like there's individualist cultures like America and there's collectivist cultures like China. So I feel like that probably has a lot of like say into which you think is more important because like yeah in America like things that it's like individual achievements tend to be valued higher because Mm -hmm. it's like you were like in America it's you worked for this I worked for this pulled yourself up by the bootstraps blah 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 yeah yeah Asian (laughs) countries typically tend to be more collectivist and it's like for the family, like doing things for other people, you never want to like boost up your own achievements. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if they did, like when they do win their own individual medals, they like just culturally, they downplay it. They like have to downplay it. Yeah. And not something they're as proud of. Yeah. Yeah, that's about but I have to say on that topic, just always interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you have any last words for the people? Um, If you have BTN, stream Ohio State, Michigan. Me. BTN Plus, I mean. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have to say... Put your sneakers on. All right, guys. So make sure to like, subscribe. That's the wrong outro. Make sure to download this podcast, share it with your friends, follow the podcast, rate five stars. Listen Um, for the new ads so you can send us pop tarts. Right. Hopefully those can get put in soon. 
because we need we need to spread the pop tarts love and we need to get jordan Bowers to say trans rights <laughs> i want it so bad it would be so funny I, I don't like would she just not do it like or would she do it because i'm paying her 40 dollars well i think they can like reject can they not reject it and like send the money back i don't know i've never done i guess it. we'll find out yeah <laughs> either way it would be so funny yeah yeah um so do that um subscribe to the youtube i i've been vlogging a lot the past two days so if you are bored and have an hour of time to listen to me talk even more that will be up tomorrow um i'll also be vlogging the me on saturday so make sure to stream it in your mind and then you can also stream the vlog afterwards <laughs> I don't really know how pole vault, whoa, pole vault works, but I will like imagine you vault the highest. Right. You, you get the world record. Exactly. Mondo who? Yeah, I'm going to jump. The standards at this meet do go up to like 20 feet, I think, which is kind of crazy. It's like a really nice um track. Like they have like, you know, the tracks, like if you've ever had like the physics problems where you're like, you have to bank a curve at an angle. Like, I don't know. But they have the bank. Curves. So like the the straight parts of the track are flat, but then the curved parts are on, oh, wait. Are on Actually, an angle. I just had this explained to me recently. So yes, I do know this now. I do know this now. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of crazy. Like I, I don't be running on the track, but we practiced there once and like for our warm-ups we like ran on the curves track it was so weird but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy meat so make sure to stream it in your mind it'll be good uh, okay. <laughs> anyway we will see you next week all right goodbye